0: Welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We got a great food for the thought episode for you, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Relax. Oh. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We got a food for thought show. I'm Matt. That's Sean, and uh, here we go. What's up? Let's I know I changed it, it up hey, a little Matt. bit. Hey, Matt. Hey. Hey. I got
1: to say, like, I've been hearing Matty Ice. If your name's Matt, yes. you
0: just get Matty Ice. Is that just it? Absolutely. It happens. I, I've, been, I've been called Matty Ice at, at work since I started. Like a- Anything and, you, you know, do, you're Matty and, Ice. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand it. I'm Matty What's Ice. the origin? I, I don't know. Uh, Natty Ice? <laughs> it's from the beer, isn't it? Because you... Because would love to
1: drink Natural Light? Natty Not, Light. I don't
0: know. I always... Well, the people who always... Uh, Say something to me about it, or always make that name. Are always usually drinkers, or like hicks or beer drinker hicks? Ooh, hicks. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in the country. I can say that. Um, but uh, it's it, Natty Ice. It's like you know, it, it just goes well. And everybody who's ever called me that has always been a big drinker. Yeah. So I figured it was probably an alcohol reference, even though. I drink like once a month. So I'm not an alcohol I don't drink alcohol. Right.
1: Well, I always like the first time I heard Matty Ice is from the Matt Ryan Matt Ryan for the Falcons because he was clutch at the beginning of his career. Right, right. And so they said like ice in your veins, chillin'.
0: (laughs) So that's what I thought it
1: was. And now I just noticed watching I think it might be more sports world, but
0: if you got the name Matt, you might be called Matty Ice. Yeah, I think it is. It, it's, I mean, it rolls off the tongue. Well, come on. It does. You know, <laughs> I, it does. It does. Maddie. And then, you know, I will say that like a lot of people, um, in, in my life, like Maddie always it's M A T Y or whatever. Like oh, yeah. my brothers yeah. have called me Maddie. My dad called me Maddie at one time. Like my friends have called like, it's just for some reason it just happens. I don't know. Right. And well, you got ice in your veins, dude. <laughs> I need to see you
1: in the clutch. I'm going to put you in a situation. I mean, it's just you, you got one shot. You,
0: you this is you Eminem. Don't, you don't want to. Oh God, <laughs> your favorite artist. Um, no, that, you, you gotta what? move it. to lose. <laughs> No, I don't need It's, it's one of those, like you, you can go to any CrossFit gym in the world. And while you're there for that one hour, two hours, whatever that song will play.
1: that's all yeah like they have to play it
0: they have to play it it's like part of it's part of their crossfit contract
1: (laughs) there was a time where if i heard that like my it was like how do i run how do i (laughs) run away from this (laughs) i just like can't even
0: bear the corniness (laughs) of it it's it's just it's one of those songs that like i don't even know how it caught on um because it's like what it's a story about coming from rags to riches or whatever I guess. But I think
1: so. Or just yeah, it's about working hard to get what
0: you want, right? I mean, I mean they they pushed yeah. it in the on the Eight Mile movie, so I'm sure that's like right. really how it got popular. But I always like, liked I never the saw joke
1: it. that like I haven't either. The joke that like Eight Mile
0: wasn't all that hard, like it's <laughs> like middle class. And
1: I'm like, yeah, we should go check it out just to find yeah. out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know it's interesting because I've never been to Chicago. Um, I've always wanted Plus to it's go. Detroit. It's Detroit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. It's Detroit. Detroit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I've never been to Detroit either. Um, And it's one of those cities that I feel like I could relate really well to just because of the work ethic and like, you know, I grew up in kind of this, like, you know, you got to work your ass off for what you get. And I feel like that's a very blue collar. Those are, that's a very blue collar uh, town. Um, It seems as though it's... I don't know. I don't know if I would fit in well there, but I don't know. I've, have you ever been to Detroit?
1: I certainly have. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So uh, well, give me. You've got one the top thing going for Things you.
0: there. Yeah. The beard. The oh really? Beard.
1: Okay. It's cold. Mm. It's real cold in the winter. Yeah, that's a good point. You're gonna have a little extra coverage. What would I say about I, Detroit? Okay, so like one thing is historical architectural buildings. Okay. And that is something, because it's an old city, so it has a lot of character okay. in that. And it's centralized, and it's spread out, but you just find really neat things that, like when you're coming as a traveler's perspective, are really awesome. I just lost your video.
0: Uh, no, you're good. It's all right. I okay. just put it in a low data mode.
1: Well, that scared me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
0: you're all good. I'm going to take um, it off. There we go. Right.
1: But, uh, so that stood out food, okay, soul food, really good okay. food that stood out, vibes, okay. I would say just like kind of like the sound and the energy of the city, um, okay, definitely, the abandoned buildings stood out, yeah, last time I went, but that's a normal thing even in Cleveland, too, because it's just like the pivoting from like industrial to now you know that sort of. Industry commerce isn't as prevalent
0: anymore. And so there's more tech mm-hmm. jobs. It just changes. Mm-hmm. Thing. You uh, know, I was and I went thi- when it
1: was winter and it was cold.
0: Go yeah, ahead. well, you know, um I think so. I've been to Michigan like a couple times in my life and it was always to Ann Arbor and it was always kind of like this time of year, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit late November. I went one time. And I remember running, uh, like I was big into running then, which, uh, you know, it was just what I did at that time in my life. It was younger and I could do that. So, um, I, I just remember going on a run one time and it was like a two mile run. I got done and I felt like my lungs were going to bleed because of how cold and I, maybe not dry. I don't know if dry is the right, right mm-hmm. word, but how cold the, the air was going into my lungs. Like it was like, it felt deathly cold. And I've been to Alaska. Like, I would much rather go to Alaska's cold than Detroit's cold. I don't mm. know.
1: Yeah, I mean, Alaska cold might be. Cold. The, the environment might be a little more pretty, I guess. But uh, It's pretty. It could be the wind effect also. Yeah. But I've been yeah. to Ann Arbor, too. And, yeah, it's more north. It's, it gets cold there. But what Detroit gets so cold about, in Chicago, too, is it's next to the water. And they're just like, they're participate, there's just like wind that brings from that cold air and it's more uh, precipitation. It's just, uh, yeah, lake hmm. cities.
0: Yeah. Lake cities. That makes sense. I get that. I mean, you know, uh, it's it's always interesting because I feel like we're kind of spoiled, a little spoiled with the weather here. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, you talk to me in February, I might I might have a different tune. But uh, the uh, the weather, you know, we, we get seasons. I mean, when I lived in Idaho, that was one of the main things I really liked about growing up there was like you got big winters, you got big summers, and uh, spring and fall were always pretty prevalent. So I, yeah, I like the seasons. Big shifts in Idaho. Big shifts. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's, uh, it's something, it's fun to experience, but um, I don't know. Big shifts I,
1: in the day in Idaho because it's like high desert. Like it can be yeah. – it can be start really cold and get to eighty. Yeah, get to you yeah. Know, it can be brisk. I always I liked Idaho's season. Still, it was just that it was always dry. That would be my. Uh,
0: yeah, it was really dry. Great yeah. for great for growing potatoes. <laughs> <And> <laughs> when I so when I moved like tomatoes
1: tomatoes <laughs> grow well there because it's so tomatoes hot. Tomatoes do, yes, yes. And there's no shade. It's just. It's it just is hot. Sun. Yeah, I remember that. My mom used to grow tomatoes. tomatoes.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah, and it's interesting because um, the uh, when I moved over here, I moved from Boise or a little bit outside of Boise to uh, Eugene, Oregon, right outside of Eugene, and um, I people found out I was from Idaho, and I, they made fun of me so hard. I was potato mat. I was potato guy. I was, really? uh, Hey, there's, That's how there's, they the do French, that. there's the French fry called me the French fry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be J.R. Simplot. Yeah. Simplot. There yeah. you go. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It was, it was like our fourth grade staple uh, field trip was to go to Simplot.
1: Get <laughs> <laughs> that dumb house on the top of it. Yeah, dude. Looking was... over Boise.
0: <laughs> you know what other field trip I'll never forget that we did in Idaho was the uh, Idaho penitentiary. And Whoa. Yeah, that was in like fifth grade and that was, that was one of those ones I'll never forget, but I wish I could remember more of it because I find that kind of stuff really fascinating. Like the whole mm-hmm. like, you know, deserted penitentiary and all this, you know, stuff that went down at a place like that.
1: There's definitely bad juju in that place that you took on. <laughs> that's what they're trying to do at <laughs> your school. <laughs> See, I, oh.
0: So many jokes, especially coming from Idaho, that I'm going to probably refrain from.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too because my kids went on some trips, and I was like, "Oh, well, tell me all about the information." And Hazel had a lot to say about it, and I remember I went to a maple syrup farm that I I loved all about, okay. and I've I've only I've retained some of the information of how it's made, but I wish it would be good to go now and like really take it all in.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And experience it, the flavor because it, one of the great parts was trying the syrup in different stages and straight mm-hmm. from it uh, through the piping system right from there, stages of its cook. It was awesome.
0: Yeah, dude. It's it's one of those things that, um, I don't know. I, I I like field trips. I feel like my my kids don't get to go on the cool kind of field trips we used to. So,
1: yeah. Two? They do. Two or three a year, yeah. Like
0: I mean, you know, the uh, the art museum is always uh, a favorite. They mm-hmm. always go to the art museum. Um, Hazel just uh, went Almsi's. to the
1: Dam. Oh, really? Yeah, that one was cool. Awesome. Like she saw, like learned all kinds of stuff. saw saw the salmon run, learned about how dams work. Yep. Was inside there. Yeah.
0: I spent art I hat. spent a fair amount of time. Yeah, my dad did a lot of work up there, and so. We, oh, really? you know, I remember the first time I went up there and I saw all the sturgeon and like, that's, that's a cool experience up there and seeing, seeing all that and just like how prehistoric those things look, you know, yeah. they're, they're nice. I
1: like it a lot. They're, it's a good tour. It's a good tour.
0: Yeah. yeah, it is. Well, uh, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit before the show and we we're kind of thinking about what we we're going to talk about today. And, um, I had a recent experience in the kitchen. <laughs> where it was on the go on the fly. And gonna, we're going to call this food on the fly and what we do when maybe we're uh, not so prepared for dinner. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm, I'll, I'll go first since uh, I had this recent thing happen and maybe, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and then, so yesterday, um, you know, it was like, go, go, go. So the second I got home, you know, we had like Maddie's choir. I had the, I, I had to lift. I had to make, I, I thought I had to make dinner, but, um, you know, I brought pizza home for the kids so we wouldn't have to make them dinner. And then I looked at Alana, I was like, well, what are we going to do? And she goes, well, why don't we just fend for ourselves? And we do, we kind of do that every now and then where it's like, okay, fend for yourself. Cause there's things that I will eat that she will not even think about eating. So my, one of the things that I go to, and then I always keep in my cabinet is craft macaroni and cheese always there's always a box because the it's the number one go-to for me that like if i know that Alana's is not eating i can put down a whole box no question asked and we had some chicken breast that i uh i cooked or baked in, in like this curry powder and salt and and uh, pepper flake and already cooked usually
1: and you, like leftovers yeah. or a new yeah pickup? no it was already yeah. cooked we
0: usually like okay. um when we buy their chicken we'll cook the whole thing and then just put it in the Tupperware, so when we make soups yeah. or whatever we want to make over the week, you know, it's already ready to go. And it, you know, usually we'll blow through it pretty quick. Yeah. So I was like, okay, hold on. Like, we got, I got macaroni and cheese. I got like some curry style chicken, um, and I got some uh, some <laughs> Chipotle Tabasco. Here's yeah. what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> so I take it. Um, I, you know, I put the the broiler on, and I try to get some some browning on the uh, chicken, just real quick. I made sure it was really hot, and I just threw it in for like five minutes. I'm cooking my my uh, macaroni and cheese. Take it out. I chop up the chicken um, after I strain the noodles. Throw it in there. Um, put the hot sauce in there. Now, here's the thing that. Uh, I, I learned with macaroni and cheese and I'm still trying to get it down, but like I make the sauce in a separate pot where I ma- I take the milk and the butter and I melt it and then I put the cheese in there and I whisk it and I let mm-hmm. that sauce kind of cook down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so then I did that and I poured it over everything uh, through some, some canned peas, yeah.
1: canned, <laughs>
0: canned peas, canned um, peas. Don't knock the canned peas. I'll, we'll talk about that and say, but, threw that in there, put it all together, mix it up, looked absolutely great, tasted absolutely disgusting. I moved through it. I ate the whole thing. I had some like white bread toast. <laughs> Actually, I don't even call it toast. It was, it was white bread, wonder, not wonder bread, but uh, Texas toast with butter on it, cold butter. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> So that's that's what I did. And that's kind of like I will always go to the craft macaroni and cheese and I'll figure out a diversion of it. Yeah. And you know my my most favorite diversion that I've done which is the peanut butter because I find that to be so good. Right. And right. Um, there's a lot of people out there that are that are highly against it. Anybody I've let taste it are like, "Okay, this isn't as bad as it sounds." But mac and cheese dude that's kind of like my my thing and i always it's my safety net and i keep it in my my cabinets at all times and uh, i don't know maybe i think it's a thing growing up but it's it's a go-to
1: i like that a lot it's uh (laughs) well all right so like i'm thinking about it sometimes when you want to build a dish on the fly yeah like for me and i think this comes to you too it's like what makes me feel good? You like eating yeah. macaroni and cheese. All right. Love well, yep, how am I going to yep. build around this to make it more dynamic? And right. that's, you're thinking about protein. You're thinking about energy, yeah, heart health, and you just add shit to it. That's good for you. And then you got the thing that makes you feel great, which is macaroni and cheese. That yeah. was awesome about that.
0: Yeah. That's and kind that's kind of the, the way I go about... about it. Yeah. You got, it's like that comfort, you know, it's like, if you're going to do something quickly and you're going to do something you don't know, like, you know, keep it, keep it based around comfort, comfort food.
1: Yeah. That's when it becomes challenging when you want to do that, but then you have the aspect where you're like, well, then there's the kids. Yeah. And yeah. each of them have their thing.
0: How am I going to make this
1: work, but it's best just to serve them food. It's our job is just put food on the plate. It's good for them. <laughs> Whatever those fucking happens, happens. Um, (laughs) if they
0: eat it they eat it if they don't well well, they don't they don't
1: (laughs) well i guess when i do it i always like first just look at my vegetables and starches i'm always kind of like what do i got going on here and then and then you just kind of like build from there um i usually always incorporate rice in some way yeah just like something to have you might make like a a quick on the fly like simple stir fry or like a goulash you can probably make really quickly or something that just goes mm-hmm. with the stars to like build. Um, always sauteing vegetables, trying to maybe sometimes do one or two different things. I usually find myself in the situation like making components and not thinking about the whole thing and just having stuff to eat on.
0: Right. That makes sense. And I like that. Um, you know, rice would have been my number two, even it could been a number one, mm-hmm. but Okay, so um, the other night, and this is something somebody else made, but it reminded me, like the other, it was uh, last week, and we do takeout once or twice a month, and we, did, we were doing takeout, and we were doing Thai food, and I was like, you know, I, I'm just sick of the normal stuff I order from this Thai place, I want to try something different. Mm-hmm. So I got the, uh, the pineapple fried rice, and I put a bunch of chicken Cashews. in it. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it's so good. Like it, fried rice is so freaking good and so easy to make. Like, yeah. Th- that's a go to right there. You know, yeah, that's something real
1: about my mistake that led to something great. Okay. Know,
0: so go ahead. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. I talked to you about the other day. It was like I went to make some meatballs. I wanted to make Thai style meatballs. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, I already had a cilantro lime dressing that we had made. Mm-hmm. But my mom made the day before for like a salad dressing and I really liked it. It was vibrant. It was bright. I was like, I think with just some meatballs and some rice and a side of sauteed miso carrots is what I was going to make. I think this mm-hmm. would be like pretty good. So that was my idea. Like, and then they have these like different variations. Well, I made these meatballs. I use all the Thai ingredients, garlic, ginger, um, fish sauce, sugar, soy sauce. Um, I didn't use any Thai chilies. I wanted to, but, the, you know, I knew the kids wanted to. Lots of garlic, lots right. Of
0: ginger. Right.
1: A little salt, too, because I was like, I want to make these things really, like, tillate t- the tongue, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love salty meatballs. Like, oh, <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> salty balls all day, dude. Balls. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: So I make it, and I'm like, I taste the first one. It's from ground pork, I should say. And I was like, holy shit, this tastes like Thai breakfast. And it's, <laughs> it's there's a sage flavor. <laughs> and I look at this sausage container and I made fucking country sausage, which was flavored for
0: <laughs> sage and sugar and maple syrup and shit. I just want to know. Like, I, I think I've thought about this a couple of times since we talked. I, wanna, I want to, like, understand the complexity between the breakfast sausage and all the, all the, other, the Thai flavors the thai that flavor. you were doing.
1: <laughs> you know, it was like, weird did... because there was, like, a slight funk, but the sage and maple, mm-hmm. if you didn't have enough ginger or garlic with it, those, like, it stood out. Yeah. And, but then there was this, like, little funk from the fish sauce. It was definitely salty enough. Definitely Hmm. salty enough. Like it was over the top. That's why I couldn't serve it. Like I ate some of it. I was like, okay, this is way too salty.
0: So Um, I've never made a Thai meatball before, but I've made a lot of Italian meatballs. Is there a similarity in like the, uh, you know, because we, you know, you use bread soaked in milk. Do you do that with the Thai?
1: No, no, I don't. I don't at all. Um, And I know that they, and that might work to make it more cohesive, but I mean, I think it's, it's liquidy, you know, but it doesn't mm-hmm. have the, like where you take milk and, and you mash yeah. it up into a paste. It doesn't have that for that connectivity. Mm-hmm. And so like a, an Italian meatball definitely has more of a, a form to it. Yeah. But when I'm making a Thai style, I kind of want it looser. So it breaks over my rice ah, a little bit better. Okay. Um, okay. So that's like what I'm looking for. Cause it's like, well, I don't want it to be like a standalone thing. It's something that you're going to end up like kind of having pieces of it mish well with your mitt you know with the rice but right. too salty couldn't eat it i just ended up making some wontons that were frozen and everything else stayed the same so we ate wontons rice and miso carrots but the next day i wanted to eat fried rice for breakfast because that's the best breakfast in the world that's that's simple just i mean life
0: it's you, got, awesome. you got me you uh yeah, it was a long, long time ago you told me about this one one of our first podcasts where you talked about putting an egg yolk over uh hot oh, rice yeah, hot rice Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that with with some soy yeah. sauce, maybe some like some sort of, you know, I, I did like uh forgot is that what it's called?
1: Yeah, furikake, oh, okay. the seaweed's. Yeah.
0: Oh, seaweed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like I took a hamburger and broke it up over it. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was really good, man. I I yep. just I, I never knew.
1: Yeah.
0: And and well, that, I, you know, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's like That
1: crumble over the thing is that's what I did. I used those meatballs with fried rice and I used no seasoning. And then I had awesome fried rice with it was funny at times because there was breakfast and sage, but it worked.
0: You know, yeah. And so, (laughs) first of all, um, please make those again for me because I I just want want to try them. And if yeah, I should have told you to bring them. I should have have told you to bring one. Uh, But like okay, and this happened to me, and I think I I'm, I don't think I talked to you about it, but over the weekend we went to uh, a place called Grassa. You've heard of Grassa oh, yeah. before, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I've eaten there a couple times, and I'm a I'm a kind of a picky guy when it comes to uh, um, carbonara because it's one of my fa- absolute favorite dishes. So I ordered carbonara, we get the garlic bread, they did fried brussels. Uh, Alana did a like a sauce with um sausage and and uh rigatoni and mm-hmm. hers looked great. Um everything else was great, but they served my carbonara with a fried egg on top and I was highly irritated. And,
1: okay.
0: Cuz yeah. traditionally carbonara uh, yeah. is a fresh egg yolk, right? Yeah. And I was like you just gave, I mean, I'm talking like it was, even, it was executed wrong. The egg was like crispy around the edge. And I'm like, this yeah. is not okay. Yeah. And I look at the waiter and I was like, is this how it's supposed to come? And he goes, yeah. And I'm not the guy that complains and I'm like, okay, cool. And I just ate it. Um, but I was highly disappointed and using a, a, like a fresh egg yolk. Um, I think we need to normalize that a little bit more <laughs> because it's not going to hurt you and it's only going to make things better. You know, um, I, I don't know. I, we could we could probably go into some technical terms on why, uh, but to be, um, to simplify it, it's, it's going to add to flavor. It's going to add to the viscosity of it. It's going to, uh, create, and I'm not going to, I don't want to say the word umami, but it's kind of like that, this mouthfeel mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is going to really please your senses all around use raw egg yolk when you're cooking sauces when you're cooking on top of rice uh pasta on a freaking pizza like we why why don't people more people do that i just don't understand Yeah,
1: it works really well it, uh, i know it's interesting what they did at grassy because i thought they were kind of just all the rules there on that one.
0: well yeah well think about it like <clears throat> It's a counter service place, first of all, which is cool, whatever. It has a great vibe. You know, they're playing some, some good, like a little bit lesser known hip hop music. And, and uh, the tables are, it's all kind of like, the tables are nice and everything is, is really simplified and really done well. They have like a, a cool little drink menu. Um, they make fresh pasta. It's great. But at the same point, make a goddamn carbonara that is, that is like, can hold up to what a carbonara is. Right. Because yeah. it's all about that yolk going into the pasta, right?
1: Yeah. I like making that at home.
0: So do I. I, like, so do I do go. it.
1: I think I've never actually ordered it anywhere before because I always feel like it ends up being, like, a cream sauce because I'm not ordering it from a fancy place.
0: Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, this
1: isn't what I want. So like, oh, just make it home. It's just butter and egg yolk and a (laughs) shit ton of bacon and And some garlic.
0: Yep. That's all you really need. You know, I mean. Black pepper um,
1: too. Like black pepper goes a long way on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think, I think black pepper is another unutilized thing. Well, especially when it's made with pancetta, they do like the lardons with with pancetta. Like that's pork candy. You want to know. I mean, if you really want to know, it's just pork yeah. candy.
1: Alright, so pepper and salt. Um, salt is an enhancer, pepper is a flavor, right? Correct. Yeah. So pepper is a seasoning. Yeah. Salt, is that a seasoning too? Is there, are they the same category? But salt enhances, it's way different than anything else.
0: Salt salt acts as yes, as an enhancer for if you know what you're doing with it. But um it is part of a seasoning group, but yeah, it, it enhances things.
1: Yeah, it's way it's just so different because you pepper is a flavor, right? Absolutely, but it's you like can't get use a, like yeah. salt, like if you have salt and pepper on the table. Like, well, pepper, yep, yep. peppers you shouldn't use pepper all the time.
0: No, you don't shouldn't. And them. I think certain dishes don't need it. Um, I always like when I see a recipe that calls for white pepper because oh yeah, they're they're making a, a clear statement spicy. there. That, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, pepper should not be used in everything. I think, uh, there's uh, very specific reasons why we use pepper. Um, and it's to flavor something. Mm-hmm. Salt mm-hmm. is to balance is to enhance, um, mm-hmm. is to create, uh, I guess enhancements probably the best way to put it because yeah. it does, you put salt on anything and it's just going it, to, it's going to blow up whatever you're doing. Salt on it, a chocolate chip cookie. Like, come oh, on. Yeah. Who doesn't like when
1: that? A, when a when cookie is properly salted, it's like, and it finishes with it. Yep. I think um, I did a whole
0: episode on that. It was like oh, yeah. because it's like, why aren't people doing this more often? Like,
1: have you tried Szechuan peppercorns? Yes, I love. Them. I like
0: them. I like I like Szechuan peppercorns. I think they don't. You. I think people don't uh, use them. Um,
1: it's exclusive to certain things. I mean, it's it's a yeah. numbing experience too. So it's it like, really is. You don't. It's meant for certain things. I I, I adore it. I love the flavor and okay. the, the numbing. It yeah, is the a, numbing's really a cool experience. It yeah. really is. Yeah.
0: Um, now now, do you uh, do you grind it up in the mortar pestle?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. peppercorns. I or see sometimes. a lot of people
0: using them yeah. in like they use them in stocks and they keep them whole. I or they use it in like six, yeah, yeah. I, I like to I like to break those up just a little bit. Yeah, it's, uh-huh. I, I think that it's a good move. Um, all right, well, uh, I think it's it's time for the hot takes, hot take moments, hot take moment. Hot. <laughs> mine's a little. I'm going to say it's a little generic, but it's also uh, very valid uh, to my current experience in professional sports. Um, as a fan, I'm going to say it right now, uh, pro sports, fan, is, uh-oh. <laughs> pro sports is 100% rigged for gambling. It is specifically the mother effing NFL. I'm so sick of it. Did you minute. see, <laughs> did you see, I don't know if you watched the Monday night football game, Monday night football is mm-hmm. happening. And a play, uh, a Niners, Niners get, uh, they get some start to get some momentum or was it? No, it was uh, Minnesota started to get some momentum and they, they flash over to the Minnesota coach and the coach Mm -hmm. is looking at his player and saying, get down, get down. And he falls down and grabs his calf and they got this all on film and it stopped the clock. Um, It was a injury timeout rather than having to force to use their timeout.
1: Because it was before two minutes. Yeah, yeah. Correct.
0: Yeah, Correct. Yeah. And so... That's what
1: happened there. I thought... And I saw there was like a pause in the game. I was doing I was kiss-off. Like, what's going on? I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it makes me so mad. And then, like... You know, okay. So, at the beginning of the season, I mean, the Niners were the most hyped team out there. And um, I... We're, we're starting to see them fail a bit, and that's okay. Hmm. In my world, I'm like, yes, I want to see you lose a little bit because that's how you build adversity. Um, I don't gotta obviously – got to lose because you, you get through the season. You, yeah, yeah. You're you, not you, you going to win you, them all. You're not going to win them all. I mean, there's not – there's what? There's been two teams that have gone through the entire season undefeated. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins and, them,
1: and the Patriots. And then
0: yeah. the Patriots, yeah. Yeah. So, it's like losing I'm, is a part of the NFL season. Yeah. But yeah. what the hell is going on with the Niners right now? Like, this seems <laughs> such, like, such a hot turn, dude. Like, it's a complete 360 to what, the, what we've been like. <laughs> uh, I don't
1: know. Well, you got the so Browns here's the thing. stink on you. That yeah, hurts.
0: well, hey, listen. The Browns, um, we didn't play good offense, and the Browns defense is fucking good. It's I mean, pretty good. It's, uh, all it's got some ups
1: it. and downs, but yeah, I was happy about that one. That felt pretty good. Um, you should
0: not have lost to Minnesota.
1: I know what you mean, though. Like, as a went in, this is why I love sports because, and you can't write a good sports story either, right. in my opinion. Right. You can write a movie or write a book about something that happened, but mm-hmm. you cannot create a narrative to the reality of this. Sp- Sport that has an unpredictable outcome an unpredictable moment. And there's no way to fucking write it. And that's why it's incredible entertainment. And the fandom aspect comes into play where we start to like, we're siding with our team. Like (laughs) that's not right. That wasn't fair. All right. Why are you against us? What do you got a problem with San Francisco for? (laughs) Well, no one, everyone loves San Francisco. Well, it must be fucking gamblers.
0: Yeah. I I think it's just like and this kind of was like my original hot take was going to be talking about media and the destruction of what media is to our worlds in every aspect, political, sports, local news. Um, but 24 like, hours nonstop, 24 hours nonstop, like we don't need 24 hour news. Um, and I think there there's a bit of um, a irresponsible way of hyping some teams in the beginning. When we all know, we've I mean, you know, I know, anybody who's watched the NFL knows that the first five games, teams suck. Sorry like offensives are not gonna be and good. Defensive are. Yeah. And then the weather gets bad. But there's always that switch in the middle of the season where offensive yeah. finally have got their their uh their click, they're clicking, they're getting better. Mm-hmm. They're you know, um, I don't, I, I just, we, let's stop hyping people because you got a fan like myself that doesn't generally get emotionally involved into my, uh, my favorite teams. And now I'm finding myself extremely yeah. irritated. And oh, yeah, when you run off
1: like four in a row, you're like, you're like boiling inside. <laughs> like I'm winning.
0: Yeah, let's go. exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> well, wait, you guys you got I, two under your belt, right? Yeah, we want to around. but yeah? uh, I I ain't too into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I need to have that mentality more often. <laughs> no, I love it and I'm way too
1: into it. And I'm really into the Cavs and the Guardians. I, I like my local teams a lot. I love fandom. I really enjoy it and it brings some crazy emotions. But yeah, I'm I'm for sure the Browns have lost because of gambling many times. I yeah. completely agree. Done. It is Done. rigged. And the Steelers, in particular, yes, for some reason, always come on the right side of things, and I hate them for it. I mean, what do you think
0: that is? Because they, I they don't know, but I'm pretty sure I
1: watched. Be like, oh, that's an illegal hit. Oh, they didn't call it. Oh, that was definitely pass interference. Oh, they didn't call it. Oh, your quarterback's a rapist, and he's keep, keep playing. Oh, yeah, that's the Steelers.
0: <laughs> oh, snap. There it is. There it is.
1: I was waiting for it. I have this, it. like, a funny little joke about that, and it's it's pure comedy, but my initial reaction to seeing any Steelers gear on anybody is slash their tires. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I heard you say it today. You were like, I found out that somebody was a Steelers fan, and I just want to slash his tires. <laughs> oh Keep in mind, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm gonna guess you haven't. But I've never slashed anybody's tires. No. <laughs> and it's I would think a... that would be like a a scare a scary experience. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a lot of air and a lot of pressure. Like I'm gonna stick a knife in that thing. <laughs> it's been like a long term
1: joke for me. The even the idea. Like you must be really mad. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it comes and uh, goes. All right, my hot take. Yes. I don't know. It's kind of simple, but uh, there's just way too many choices on everything, and it's exhausting. Okay. Choices. There's too many Gatorades. There's too (laughs) much music. There's too much sandwiches. There's too much gadgets. Okay. You can. Okay. Are. You can buy things, you attach them and put something else on. It's just like, oh my God, you look at any website anymore and you're just like inundated with like everything, all this shit, too many choices. I see it in my daughter all the time. You go to, you want to pick out like a, a squish mellow, you okay. know,
0: but okay. there's like
1: 10 options. And just everyone gets touched <laughs> like eight times. You're
0: like holy yeah,
1: shit! Yeah. <laughs> Every time life. I want to drink, get a drink. Okay. You, you're there for five minutes. You're looking at all yeah. this shit, and then you yeah. walk out. You're not sure is this the right option. I knew I didn't want to spend more than three dollars, but there right. are all these different things. And then you know you get it, and then you're like. Anyway, there's way too many options.
0: There's too many coffee drinks. You can't that's a thing. Like black coffee. You know, well, that's we whole pet. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, one of my one of my hot takes that I have written down that I'm kind of saving a little bit and we'll save the the emotion for a different day, but it's that gas station coffee is better than Starbucks, but that's a whole <laughs> oh. thing. I love it. <laughs> That's a whole thing. Well, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll We're save another episode right for that. Now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on that, dude. There's too many options and especially being parents in this day and age, like, you know, you got, we got to keep up with like making shit, making sure our kids are, you know, ha- making choices that are, that are best for them. And when there's so many, like, we, growing up, we had some options, but nothing like what we have today. And, uh, it there it, was, it makes being a really parent challenging. a
1: couple options.
0: <laughs> like how often do
1: your kids say will you play with me? Will you play with me now? It's like can have have you ever yeah. played by yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the that's thing. What, like so, when I
0: was growing up it's like there's no other option <laughs> just play, yeah. play. I hear you know what I hear a lot is, dad, I'm bored. And I'm like what? I'm always like, boredom is
1: awesome. That's when you start to get creative, yeah. think of good
0: ideas. I hear that a lot on, uh, when we go on road trips. And it's like, um, Jack will get kind of bored of like, or he just, he just doesn't like to, he, he likes to keep on doing things. So like watching a screen, he'll do it for a little bit. And then he'll like read his book and be like, dad, I'm bored. And <laughs> my answer is always like, look out the window. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. that's I mean, when you, we were like... growing up, we didn't have electronics, right? So what do we do on road trips? We stared out the window. (laughs) Like that's what I did at least. I mean,
1: watch nature. Poke your brother.
0: Yeah. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We tried to play games or whatever, but like they were never that, that much fun. I mean, the ABC game with, with uh, signs. I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you, dude. I think that um, there are far too many options for humankind at this moment. And uh, a simpler life would be uh, much desired.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's good to have choices. I understand that. It is. But the one that really drove me crazy today is I wanted to get paddles for pizza peels, metal, wooden handles. And there's just yeah. too many. There's just too many options. All different varieties, all different prices. It's mm-hmm. Just like, holy shit, what is Amazon doing? This is nuts. That's why yeah. I like the stores. And I know that's like, it takes time out of day, but man, you just go to the store. Like, Here's a paddle. Touch it. Look at Here's, it. Here's, yeah. Uh, yeah. My paddle.
0: There it is. <laughs> so archaic. There is something about picking up something in your hands. Like, for, for instance, I don't ever buy clothes online. I, I just don't do way. it. Yeah, I don't do it. And, right. uh, like, it's, I, I like to pick it up. I like to feel it. I like to put it on. I like to do things and make sure it's, it's like what I like. Cause I've been burned so many times, but like, yes, go to a store, look at something and actually buy it there. I think we're too worried about saving time in some aspects. Now yeah. this has nothing to do with what we, you know, the stuff we talk about at work because that time is kind of money <laughs> at that point. But like, I guess time is money in, in our lives, but I'm willing to spend more time um, picking out something. So I don't spend more money or, you know, I don't know. I, I just, it's the Amazon effect is, is really what I yeah. hear you're saying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I mean, when you're not buying online and you only buy in person, you spend less money. That's what you I do. I mean, that's you my, do. my shit. It's just like, there's, I don't know. But that's, well, I,
0: you know, I know where this is coming from. You're, you are a new, um, Amazon user. <laughs> Sean what? is, uh, you're, you're 42, right? Yes. 42 years old and has not used Amazon I've, until about 3 weeks it, ago.
1: <laughs> I used it back in the beginning days of books when it was books yeah. and CDs. Yeah, when it was when it was cool. When it was books and CDs. Yeah. And there was a college discount for Prime.
0: Mhm. I remember and that. I didn't
1: have to pay. That's when I used it. Once that left, I pretty much went out and then now whenever I ever look at it it's just too much. I can't deal with it. I don't like shopping that way.
0: Dude, I, I, I'm with you on that. Like yeah. I I remember there was one, the first time I really found out about Amazon and well, I mean, after the books, when, when Amazon moved into a different realm of what it was, I used it to buy, do all my Christmas shopping. And it was like, it was so depressing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like to go out and I like to buy gifts and wrap them and do all that stuff. Well, Amazon comes in a box. and All I got to do is wrap that box. And I'm like, I, no this is this is not cool um and it gets to the point these days where i'm like if i go on to amazon i know exactly what i want i know what it costs in the real world and there's a reason why i'm on amazon is if i can get it tomorrow you mm-hmm. know um but I, I i get lost on amazon a lot to the point where i just shut it down and you know i'll go to the store tomorrow
1: <laughs> like,
0: that's curl up and ball and cry curl up the ball and fetal position for days yeah okay well uh we've uh, we've hit yeah, 42 man. minutes good show um love it and uh yeah dude uh thanks for coming on and i hope you have a good night you, you too have a great night thank you